Today is part three of how to be led by the Spirit of God. So we'll be looking at subtopics called channels through which God speaks to us, or different ways through which God speaks to us. Father Lord, we thank you when that you will speak to us, open our eyes to the revelation knowledge of your word, help us to know the channel through which you speak to us. Practicalize it so that we can hear clearly from you when you are speaking to us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. For those that are joining for the first time, I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can participate in our prayer. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you. Please have mercy on my soul. I confess my sin. Forgive my sin, O oh Lord. I believe you died for my sin. I do it for my justification. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my God. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Father, I pray for as many that have confessed as Lord and Savior. Lord God, mighty, please forgive their sin in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Write their name in the book of life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive their sin that are many. Grant them grace and mercy to serve you until the end in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Connect them to the local church wherein they will serve you faithfully until the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen, beloved. You are welcome to the Christian food. Please read your Bible and obey the word of God. I pray that the Lord will lead you to a local church where you will serve him faithfully until the end and make heaven. At the end of your Christian race on earth, in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. You are welcome, part three, how to be led by the Spirit of God by looking at channels through which God speaks to us. There are so many ways by which God can speak to us. We shall explain them one after the other. In whichever way God will speak to us, He will. Always doing it through our spirit man. Don't forget that. In whichever way God will speak to us, He will always doing it through our spirit man. Don't ever forget that. Proverb 20. Proverb 20. Verse 27, it said, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. I repeat again. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. What this scripture is saying is that through our spirit man, God will guide us and lead us into his perfect will in all things. Remember that the Spirit of God dwells in our spirit. Through that avenue, it becomes easy for God to speak to us. Leadings other than this is not 100% safe and can lead us into trouble, except we confirm it with the Spirit of God and the Word of God. I repeat again. I will explain more on this as time is going on. I say leadings other than this is not more representative and can lead us into trouble except we confirm it with the Spirit of God and the Word of God. In fact, 
Romans also confirm it. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 14, verse 14 and 16. It says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Why? Verse 16. He said, The Spirit Himself, do come here, you deserve there. The Spirit Himself, that is verse 16, bearing witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Bible did not say that as many as are led by the prophet or pastors. Are you understanding me now? He says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. For instance, in the Old Testament, children of God used to go to the prophet to seek for guidance, leading of God, because they do not have the Spirit of God upon them. It's only the kings, the priests, and the prophets. So children of God will go to them to hear what God has to say in the Old Testament. It is only the prophet, kings, and the priests that manifest the power of the Holy Ghost once a while in the Old Testament when it comes upon them. It does not rest on them permanently. It comes upon them and it goes. But in the New Testament, every born child of God has the Spirit of God upon them. He also dwells in us. We are not to go to any prophet or pastor to seek for direction or guidance of the Holy Spirit. They can only confirm to us what we have already know or received by the Spirit of God. Don't ever forget that. Because a lot of people are missing a serious mistake. What prophecies say, what the apostles say, they will just run with it. It's good. But have you heard from God yourself? This is the only way they can give us guidance and direction. We are not to seek for it from them, but from the Holy Ghost. As a New Testament believer, you don't follow people's leading or prophecies in taking any decision in all areas of your life, except it confirms what God has already told you. That is the truth. That's what I said the other night. Well, all that leadings, outside this primary leading, is not 100% safe, except it has been confirmed with the word of God, with the spirit of God and what God has originally told us. This is why you hear clearly and know when God is speaking is very, very important. It's very, very vital that you hear from God by yourself and you know when God is talking to you. Because we're going to look at it one by one now so that I don't run into error and mistakes. Because there are so many ways. Number one, true inward witness. God spiritual, true inward witness. True, spiritual, true what is called inward voice. Number three, spiritual, true what is called the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. The authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. And of course, number four, spiritual, true what is called vision. And in that vision, we're looking at A, spiritual vision. We also look at B, which is called trance. And C, we look at what is called open vision. All of them are under vision. Then four, we look at what is called dream. All of them are under vision. Then number five, we look at what is called prophetic guidance, where a lot of people have made mistakes 
and shipwreck of their faith. Somebody will just tell them, this is what God wants you to do. This is what God wants you to do. They will just run with it. You must go back to God and pray and ask God, God, are you the one that is speaking to this man, to this pastor, to this prophet? Remember, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, it is as many as are led by a prophet, by a pastor, by angel, or by prophetic guidance. No. As many as are led by the Spirit of God. Then, of course, number six, angelic guidance. And the last, through the word of God. So these are the seven major channels through which God normally speaks to us. And like I've laid the foundation, the primary one is through the Spirit of God. Through the Spirit of God. Other ones are to be confirmed by the Spirit of God. Whether through angelic guidance, whether through prophecy, whether through visions and dreams, you must go before God and ask God, this dream, this prophecy, this angelic visitation, is it from you? You wait until you hear from God before you run with it. So, number one, it is called inward witness. Inward witness. This is the general and most common ways God has biblically decided to be speaking to us. This method is not Spectacle, don't forget that. It's not spectacle but supernatural. This method is not spectacle but supernatural. The reason being that you will not hear the voice of God, but the urge of the Spirit to do or not to do something. When you say something is not spectacular, it means that you don't hear the voice of God. When you say supernatural, God is leading you through urge. Urge. You, you, you hear the knock. The urge of the Holy Spirit to do something or not to do something. We see, go back to that Romans 8 16. Romans 8 16. He said, The Spirit Himself, I don't like to use it itself there. The Spirit Himself bear witness with our spirit. That is it. The Spirit of God bear witness with our spirit. I've explained that one very well in part two of this message. What it means to witness. We must train our spirit so to hear the witness of God in our spirit man. We must, we must train our spirit. It's very, very important. And our mind to hear the witness of God in our spirit. This is the primary way God has chosen to speak to us. If we decide to use other methods, thank God for that. This can be divine. I'm talking about inward witness now. It can be divine as a process of having inward or inner check a red light a stop signal or inward intuition concerning places persons or things in your spirit by the spirit of god i repeat again the inward witness can be divine as a process of having inward or inner check feeling urge a red light, a stop signal, or inward intuition, or an inner urge, word, diagram within your inner man, concerning places, persons, or things in your spirit by the Spirit of God. Don't forget that. This is the most powerful way God speaks to everybody. It's always there. It's always there. It's not spectacular, but it's supernatural. Don't forget that. It's always there. 
the more you think about it, the better you feel. The inward witness is just as supernatural as guiding through vision. See now, it's supernatural as guiding through vision because vision itself is supernatural. When it's spectacular, it's when you hear the voice of God. That's the between supernatural and spectacular. In the case of spectacular, you hear the voice. In the case of supernatural, it comes a voice of urge to do something. In form of feeling within your heart. In form of urge thought in your heart to do something. So that way I say that the inward witness is just as supernatural as guiding through vision. Many people are always looking for the spectacular and missing the supernatural that is always there all the time. When God is leading us through inward witness or intuition, it can be in the form of the word of God rising up from your inner man, telling you exactly what to do. It can be an urge or a prompt in your spirit to do or not to do Something it can come in the form of your thought, reasoning with the thought of God in your mind or in your heart. Remember, God is word, and words are thought. God is word, and words are thought. It manifests at times in the form of a diagram or picture in your spirit, telling you exactly what to do. It can come like a vision in your heart, green or red light. It manifests at times as reoccurrence words or thought or urge in your spirit man to do something or, or not to do something or to make haste to do something or God bring this somebody picture to your mind. Ministering something to you concerning the person. That is God speaking to you through what is called inward witness. That is God. If this is God, the more you think or pray about it, the better you become. In other words, the more you think about it, the more the urge will keep on coming to you to let you know that this is God. Don't ever forget that. You'll be thinking, why is somebody thought coming to my mind? That is God. It will come, it will go, it will come, it will go, it will come, it will go. That is just the truth. It is a pity that many Christians do not appreciate this method of the leading by the Holy Ghost. As a result, has missed out greatly and big time with the Holy Spirit. So you must know this. Take this prayer point. Say, Father, sweet Holy Spirit, sharpen my spirit man to recognize your voice and to follow your voice at all time. Sharpen my spirit man, sharpen my mind to pick everything your spirit will draw to my spirit and to my mind and to pick it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen, amen, amen. Don't ever forget that this method is very, very common and oftentimes we, we, we play with it, but that's the most primary way God has decided to lead us. So, number two, we got what is called inward voice. Yes, inward voice. Number two, inward voice. 
Another way by which God leads us beside the primary way, which is inward witness or inward nutrition, which comes in the form of a body, or word, written letter, or word, or diagram, or vision, etc. In our heart is called inward voice. And the inward voice is spectacular in that you, have, you hear the voice of God through your human spirit. You hear the voice of God through the human spirit. So the inward voice is the still small voice of the Holy Spirit through your human spirit. Don't forget that. The inward voice is the still small voice of the Holy Spirit through your human spirit. Just like Romans 9 verse 1. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. See that. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also in order of the voice of the Spirit also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. Don't forget that the voice of the Spirit of God is conscious. The inward man, which is a spirit man, has a voice. Just as the outward man has a voice. This voice of the inward man is called conscious. Like I've said before, that is the still small voice. So in the case of the inward voice, you hear the voice of God within your inner man, speaking to you concerning what to do. You hear the voice within your inner man. But in the case of inward nutrition, that don't come in the form of the word of God, in form of a burden in your heart, in form of in form of a constant urge to do something, in form of an intuition, you know, instructing you on what to do or not to do. It will come, it will go, it will come, it will go, it will come, it will go. So that is God speaking to you also. But that one is called inward intuition. The inward voice, you hear the voice. So let's look at more example in the Bible. Let's go about to 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. That is it. The still small voice is a voice you hear within your spirit man. That is God. God uses this method to speak to us as he wills. We should not be seeking for it. It's not a must that God should use this method to speak to us at all time. The inward voice is the voice of our conscience. And remember, conscience is the voice of God. The voice of God. The voice of our human spirit. Hear the Holy Spirit speak and our spirit man pick it from him and give it to us. Let's go one more example. Act 23 Verse 21, verse 21. And Paul, honestly beholding the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience. Look at that. Before God until this day. What does it mean? What Paul was simply saying here is that I have been obedient. I have been obedient to the voice of my spirit. Via the messages dropped in my spirit man by the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. So here you hear 
the still small voice of the Holy Spirit within your inner man. Within your inner man. And of course, it is spectacular. I love it each time I hear the voice of God within my inner man. Number three, we have what is called the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. The authoritative word, voice of the Holy Spirit. This is the voice of the Holy Ghost, spoken authoritatively and audibly to our spirit man, as if somebody was speaking very loud to your very ear. Don't forget again. This is the voice of the Holy Ghost, spoken authoritatively and audibly to your spirit man, as if somebody was speaking very loud to your very ears. It is called authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost because it comes to you authoritatively and very audible. So as the name implies, you hear the voice very loud, very loud. You can see, move out of that place. Only you will hear that voice. Other people around you may not hear it. It comes audibly, very loud. And of course, it's still within your inner mind. Let's look at part of the example of that. Let's go to the Bible to Acts chapter 10, verse 19. Acts chapter 10, verse 19. Why Peter taught on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, look at that. The Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Behold, three men seek thee. The difference between the small voice of the Holy Ghost and the authoritative audible voice of the Holy Ghost is that the former is gentle, clear in communication, while the latter, just as the name implied, is very audible and authoritative. It's very, very audible and authoritative. We have so many examples of that in Bible, like the case of Samuel. In the first Samuel chapter 3, 1 to 15. First Samuel chapter 3, we're not because of our time. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 to 15. You know, when God spoke to Samuel by the audible voice of the Holy Ghost, he went to Eli <laughs> on three different occasions. The voice was so loud to him that he thought it was Eli that was actually calling him. But Eli knew very well that it must be the Lord. So he instructed Samuel on what to do. He did and called the message. Many of the way God has spoken in the Old Testament is by the audible voice of the Holy Ghost. They heard him clearly with their physical ears. Then the Holy Ghost was not indwelling them. So there is no how he could speak to their spirit man. But through the spirit of the prophet, the priest, and the king, when it comes upon them once a while. But in the New Testament today, the audible authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost is always and usually from within. No matter how authoritative and audible the voice may be to you. As if somebody is shouting to your physical ear. If you listen very carefully, you realize that is from within. But this does not mean, however, 
that the Holy Spirit cannot speak authoritatively unto us to hear with our physical ear. So you must know that in the case of authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit, the voice is always very, very loud. You will hear it. Because say, lose him and let him go. In so many ways. Let's look at one more example. Let's go to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. 19 to 20. Acts chapter 10. 19 to 20. Why Peter taught on the vision. The Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Arise therefore and get thee down. And go with them, doubting nothing. For I have sent them. That is the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. We see a similar example again in Acts 11, 12. And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Nothing doubting. There's so many in the sample. Another one I love was the case of Barnabas and so on. In Acts 13, verse 12. Acts 13, verse 2. As the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work wherein too I have called them. These are examples of authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost is very, very spectacular and of course is very, very unique. You hear the voice so loud and nobody we hear it beside only you. A similar example of the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit was the one that God spoke to uh, Apostle Paul when he was going to Damascus in Acts chapter 9. You know, Acts chapter 9, we have a powerful example of the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. From verse 3, from the act 9 from verse 3, and as joining, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shone around about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? That's authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit. Because as at this time, the Holy Spirit was not indwelling in Saul at all at all. So this voice came directly from outside to him. He heard it with his physical ear. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the priest. And he trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and I shall be told thee what thou must do. Verse 7. And the man which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. You see that those people also hear the voice. That is God for you. God, you want to manifest himself to them. But in most cases, people that are around you will not hear. It's only you that will hear the voice. But this time around, God even allowed people around him to hear the authoritative voice of the Holy Spirit as yet as an unbeliever. So God can speak to anybody he likes. And he can use whatever he likes to do his will. That's the truth. Here he was speaking to Saul, but other people that are around were also hearing the voice. But the Bible said they did not see anybody. So that's an example of the voice of the Holy Spirit. And don't forget, when it comes to this issue of leading of the Spirit, God can use any, besides this seven major we are going to look at, God can use anybody to speak to you. He can use a madman even to speak. 
He can use a little baby, a little child to speak. All we need to do is to be sensitive in the spirit. That's why I said the other time that another way other than the primary witnessing of the Holy Spirit to our spirit man, that other way are not 100% safe. Except they are what? They are confirmed with the word of God and with the spirit of God. Another word, when you hear a message from anybody to you, don't just, don't just put it aside. Go before God and pray. The Bible says, prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. God can use angels to speak to them in the form of a little baby. They can appear to you in a vision, in a dreams. So we must be very, very careful to open our spirit man. That's why this confirmation of a thing, confirming thing before God in prayer is very, very vital. In fact, you can be watching television. God can use somebody to speak from television to you. I will never forget one time I was asking God something, you know, and no answer was forthcoming. My son was just watching a movie and I was not even there. I just turned into his room. And the man just spoke something very sensitive. He said, have you heard the syndrome of getting rich quick and die young and getting rich late and live long? I said, wow. And immediately from that communication, I knew that God has spoken to me. I don't need any other person to come and tell me anything. Because what I've been asking from God has to do with that statement. He said, have you heard the syndrome of getting rich quick and die young and getting rich late and live longer? So God speaks in so many ways. One day we had to travel to one place, you know, me and my wife. So we were, we were okay, it was even the church service. Then the man of God was preaching on television and there's only we have been asking from God. So we are waiting for God to speak to us. So the man was speaking. He said, there's something I'm going to tell you. That very, very important. You must listen to me. And we almost left for side. Was only was telling us we should wait and hear what you want to say. We waited though. Then suddenly spoke. He said, There is never too late with God. There is never too late with God. Then the moment we got that, we know that God has spoken to us. Because we're planning to embark on a journey. And we're thinking that maybe the journey is might not be fruitful or yield any result. So we were, we're just praying, asking God, should we go? Should we not go? So the moment I spoke from television. And we heard it in the eye. I said, only God has spoken. This is God. Then we saddled our ass. We traveled for the journey. And the journey was a huge success. It was a huge success. So, beside these seven major ways we are going to be looking at today, now we have looked at three. I've said it. I want to make the message to be very, very short. That we can't even understand it. By the grace of God, on Friday, we will come out with the many four major ways. Remember, donkey and ass spoke, God used an, a donkey and asked to speak to the man called Balaam in the Bible. So God can use anything to speak. He can use animal. He can use his creatures to speak. It is left for us to be sensitive in the spirit and know exactly when God is talking. I, can, I, I remember Pastor Chris, uh, manna, our daily manna, Pastor Chris, our daily manna, he gave his story you know, when he was still waiting for God those days so that God will help him to break through the ministry. He has father up, nothing is working, ministry is not working. So he decided that he's going to commit suicide. As he was going, suddenly a madman just come from nowhere. He said, ah, am I mind? Am I man? I'm not mad now. I'm not a man now. Why must I have a wife? I have children at home. I have a ministry. Then I will now go and commit suicide. When I am not mad. The moment he had that, 
he knew that God was with the madman to speak to him because he was on his way to commit suicide. Then the madman now came from nowhere and I said, am I a madman? I am no man now. I'm no man. Why must I commit suicide? I have a wife. I have children. I have a ministry. I'm no man. It's a madman that will commit suicide. I'm not mad. He said it. He said the moment he heard that, he knew that God has intervened. And he went back home. He repented. I'm not quite know. His ministry became known all over the world. So, child of God, the most important thing you must know is that God speaks to us through three, through these seven major ways. We have looked at three today by the grace of God. Next time we'll look at number four, which is vision. And vision is divided into four places, like I've said. And after that, we'll look at prophetic guidance. And of course, we'll look at angelic guidance and guidance through the word of God, which is the uppermost. So pray like this. Say, my father, help me to recognize your voice through any channel wherein you want to speak to me. Help me never to miss your voice. Whether through a child, whether through a baby, whether through a toddler, whether through an animal, through any means you want to use. Vision, dreams, help me, O God, never to miss your voice in the name of our Lord Joshua. Help me never to miss your voice. Help me to be sensitive to your voice each time you want to speak to me in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, O Lord, to always be sensitive to your spirit, man, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me never to miss your voice. Help me never to miss your voice. Help me never to miss your voice each time you want to speak to me in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, O Lord. Help me, O Lord. You say, they that follow you shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. You said you put forth your own sheep and they go before you and they hear your voice and they follow you. And the voice of stranger, they will not hear. Lord, I will not hear the voice of stranger in the name of our Lord Jesus. I will not hear the voice of stranger in the name of our Lord Jesus. Only your voice I will hear. Only your voice I will hear. Only your voice I will hear. Only your voice I will continue to hear. Through any channel, through any means, when you want to speak to me, no God, I will pick it. I will be sensitive in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Say, by faith, I receive grace never to miss the voice of God. Through any mist, through any channel you want to come to me, I receive grace never to miss the voice of my God. Never to miss the voice of my God. I receive grace to listen to his voice through any channel, through any miswearing he will speak to me. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace to pick his voice, to obey his voice through any channel, through any miss he will speak to me. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I will not miss his voice. My family will not miss his voice. My ministry will not miss his voice. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace to pick the voice of God, to obey the voice of God through any means, through any channel. We are in. He will speak to me from this day forward and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. This confirmation of God speaking to us, don't forget, is very, very vital. This is the New Testament. Believer are to hear clearly from God. You are not to follow the leading of anybody. Believe in your pastor, believe in your God. But always go before God to confirm whatever they are saying. Bring out the Bible. Is it in the Bible? 
Is it outside the word of God? This is the kind of life God has called us to live. Remember 1 Kings 13, the account of the young prophet and the old prophet. He missed a big time because he abandoned the voice of God for the voice of the prophet. That's what we are saying. When the prophet speaks to you, you dream, you see, you, maybe in your dream you see an angel or you, or you have a, a dream. Go before God and confirm everything before God. God, this dream, this vision, is it from you? This angel, this prophecy, Lord, is it from you? God will speak to you, you are a child of God. He will give you confirmations. Don't just run. First King 13, the young prophet died before his time. He missed big time with the Holy Spirit because he listened to the voice of the prophet without confirming from God. That was even the Old Testament day. This is not the New Testament. You have the Spirit of God within you and upon your life as a child of God. Please don't run with people's vision, people's prophecies. Even when an angel appeared to you, you see this is from God. See us from God. Pray in your dreams. There's terrible things going on. Devil have you dreamed to destroy the life of many people. They will impersonate their vision helper against them and they will separate themselves from their vision helper. They will not know. So confirmation is very, very vital. And like I've said it before, I will go over it again. Inward witness. That will come to you in form of an urge in your spirit, man. God might bring to you the thought of somebody. You begin to think about it. And God will tell you what to do. There you will not hear any voice. But in the case of inward witness, you will hear, I mean, in the case of inward voice, you hear the voice of God speaking to you. It's called the still small voice. The voice of conscious. That is the voice of God within you. And the authoritative voice of the Holy Ghost, that one is audible. Very, very audible and very, very loud. And it's still within your spirit mind. You hear it. But at the same time, you can also hear it with your physical ear. That is the Almighty God. In all, in all, make sure you confirm everything before God, before you jump out into action. See, I receive grace to confirm every word. I will hear from anybody from the prophet, from the pastor, through angel, through vision, through dream, I still get to confirm them from God before I begin to run with it in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So shall it be unto you. You will not miss the voice of God. I will not miss the voice of God. You will not be misled. I shall not be misled in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Please share this word with as many people as possible. As you are doing it, the Lord himself will make you to be great. The Bible says the Lord gave the Lord give the word, but great are they that publish it. As you publish the word of God, God will make you to be great also. Don't keep it to yourself and don't forget our watchword for this month is in the book of John. John chapter 15 verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordain you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit shall remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. That's an express check there. When you preach the word of God, you win soul for Christ, you bring soul to the church. The Bible says anything you ask, God will, will give it to you. So if you want to have authority with God, be involved in soul winning, be involved in evangelism. Win soul, encourage your soul, you have one for Christ to abide. I say anything you ask, he will give it to you. Receive grace to evangelize. Receive grace to live a holy life because this is end time. Holiness is the key. No end on that way. Be faithful. Don't join people to commit sin against God. Be faithful. Be holy. Be obedient. Because rapture can take place any moment from time. Remember, it's not all that's called me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into my kingdom, but do that I do the will of my Father 
in heaven. Receive grace to do his will all the day of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.